0: much like the great scientific thinker justin timberlake's movie time just in time bear lake Welcome to Double Issue. I'm Daniel. And I'm Quentin. And this is the show where Quentin and I are building a fiction universe. Some weeks we do stories and some weeks we do world builds. And this week is a world building episode. We're continuing from last week's episode because we had so much good content with villains that we needed some more time for that so we're picking up where we left off last week
1: <laughs> we actually had more we recorded quite a while last time and had more than one episode of stuff so this episode's gonna start where that one left off and then current us still passed us to you is gonna pick up from there there <laughs> but us in the past had just finished we or we just started spell squadron and i guess i can remind you the members Spell Squadron is John Morris, Mirror Master. Lady, Havoc Senior, no longer on the team, dead now, but we still did one. And Hawk Inspector, Klepsomia, Spellbinder. And we've done most of the team. I think it's going to pick up with Hawk Inspector is going to be the next one you hear. So it's jumping into that. But if you haven't listened to part one, go listen to that. And if you've never listened to an episode, go listen to part one. We kind of like go through our history of what's gone on yeah and then we'll be back with you guys after they finish their stuff unless there's enough content there for a full episode in which case future us will see you at the end for the credits now we got hawk inspector hawk inspector are two intertwined souls going on this reincarnation ride of their afterlife sort of like Hawkman and hawk girl yeah at some point these two were lovers and one of them became a ghost and he roams the lands and the other one becomes reincarnated into a new animal every time they die and so specter wanders the world looking for his love and finds his mate in whatever form they're in and then they bond and then they hang around until that new form is out of life and Then Spectre has to do the whole thing again. Previously, they were a dog, and now they are in a hawk. I don't know if they do a lot of solo work, personally. Yeah, it seems like... They hang out with Spell Squadron.
0: Oh, I was going to say that they're definitely a duo. Like, you couldn't really say... Oh, I
1: mean, they, they definitely are an inseparable duo. Yeah. I just mean, I don't know if they do a lot of things outside of Spell Squadron.
0: What if they had a character that's still sort of an antagonist? So, like, they sort of fight death, like a reaper. What would you think of, like, faces of death? And it's a general cloud of just, like, little reaper skulls that attack them.
1: Was that not Skull King's deal?
0: <laughs> the second Skull King, dang
1: it. I uh, like something with this death cloud.
0: Yeah. Desper death per death oh. cloud. <laughs> what about just death clouds? Apparently a big thing in a lot of fiction. Reaper here. What about re-death?
1: That sounds like '90s
0: villain all the way. <laughs> when I search that, that's like a Metallica thing. At some point, <laughs> they they kind of remind me, at least in like tone, of maybe Oh Moon Night. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's at least what it comes to mind whenever we've talked about them. Oh, the duo. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I thought you were saying like for this death person, which made me think of like there's some some uh, kind of emissary or herald of like uh death as a god like a worshiper of death there there's some moon moon night type servant oh
0: coming after him yeah
1: and it may not is may not ever be the same person but they they all serve death kind of deal yeah
0: all right this one is a joke but that just reminded me of something that could work for this terrence so instead of terror what about the tear hair
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: real suggestion what about death blade
1: well, like uh death's blade like they don't have a name they're just death's blade that's pretty good like that's not what they, they are called because they don't call themselves anything they're just the the blade of death the 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 being or god or whatever a servant like that. okay cool i already right, got klepsomia um spellbinder is a robot that can do magic they like program spells into their own code and they feed it through some sort of crystal they've found the what do we call it the arcane lens yeah the arcane lens is what's able to actually they've somehow tapped into this power device and it lets them program in some spells into their own programming so they kind of like hack themselves so they're able to do spells. I think in some ways they've got limitations kind of like in D&D. They do actually have spell slots because they have a certain amount they can program in and use and execute. I like that though. And the the nickname the team calls them sometimes is speak and spell.
0: <laughs> that would also just be a good villain is a speak and spell, like literally.
1: Yeah. Um what, what about a like a robot that is kind of like an orthodox uh fundamentalist robot? they they believe robots should not be doing spells it's against how robots should be is it robotpo is uh they they can maybe be called like the assimilator like things must fall in line with the definition of things. It's pretty good. Obviously spellbinder is an abomination to them, but maybe more generally as a villain, they're like this this must be an order kind of deal. Oh. The like I guess you were talking about earlier, I don't remember who.
0: Oh, it's Miss Civility. Yeah. But yeah, like like violently putting things back into order. Yeah.
1: They just have certain definitions in, in their in their programming that they believe are immutable kind of deal. Yeah. Like, this does not fit any category. I must eliminate it or fit it into a category.
0: I had another idea, which I would like to use, even if it's not the main villain. Okay, I can have to. But we have an eco... Like, there's eco-terrorists who fight to keep the natural order. Well, what about Grimoire? And he's, like, the mad warlock. And he just fights magical terrorism. Or he's a magical terrorist.
1: What was the... What was the one? Uh, who was the magic? Grim War. Who was the magic terrorist in uh, Martian?
0: Oh, in the Martian world build? Yeah. It was Froki.
1: Froki. Are they related? <laughs>
0: Maybe they're buds.
1: So Grim War. Grim War. And what, do you, what did we want the... Was it assimilator good? Or... Is there, there's probably some really good programming term or something for what I'm thinking of, you
0: know? What about the assembler? Or assembly assembler. because there's assembly code Is that yeah a thing?
1: i just don't know if that exactly fits like categorization stuff
0: assembler yeah it might work you could just go with like librarian
1: Ooh, the catalog Ooh, they're like a card catalog gone amok like <laughs> machine learning itself into
0: factory was telling them you need to go out and catalog things keep the collection correct
1: Catalog or cataloger. Um, Cataloger might be good just from like a kind of evokes like keylogger or maybe just catalog is fine. Yeah. The catalog. Yeah. That seems fine. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So the next episode we had was Aegis. We made up our sort of Justice League or Avengers for the world. And let's just jump into those. We got Ichival, which is a Martian, but Martians in our world were, were water creatures and at some <laughs> point fish? yeah like fishy people octopus kind of is how we've kind of described they have multiple legs they've got they've also got like bioluminescence we just added in recently yeah they've got kind of psychic thoughts too
0: yeah they can do some psychic communication
1: like short short range telepathy communicating and they live underwater uh the the atlantis was the uh was them it was like a part of yeah. part of their they were up, up up above water for some of their life here before and then they've been underneath the water until their reemergence with the superhero world yeah yeah so Ichiball is one of them
0: and what, what is uh, their weapon? As um, oh, so a bow and arrow, right? Yeah, it's a, a bow and arrow that shoots magical bolts. So they can shoot a whole lot at the same time.
1: Was it lasers or no?
0: I think so. We described it like they have bracers. And whenever they make the action of holding a bow, it oh, does yeah. it.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So for Ichival, oof, I don't know. What if he fought like an ancient monster? Like Grindel or something like that, because he is sort of mythological himself.
1: Ted the Lesser.
0: Oh yeah, look at the <laughs> Facebook suggestions. Doctor Skinny Bones.
1: Whalebert F. Guns all over. <laughs> a whale covered in guns. You know what? That might be a good all villain.
0: <laughs> he is a whale. I kind of like it. <laughs>
1: I think that's got to be
0: one of one of all's villains. Yeah, let's put that one down.
1: Whalebert F. Guns all over. A whale covered in guns. The F stands for friggin'. It's like, uh, the the whale is kind of a Frankensteined creature, just mecked up by some force <laughs> or something.
0: Well, in the, the Martian episode, we talked about there being like the magical bone weapons. So maybe it got one of those, mm. ate it, covered it in guns. It
1: swallowed a weapon or something, yeah. and it made it immortal and also mutated it over its lifetime so they're kind of like organic guns sprouting out of this thing
0: It's sort of a a blast toy situation yeah
1: it's like a real terror this is horrifying
0: (laughs) but yeah it's any sea creature is horrifying already
1: yeah but a whale just wandering around i didn't just see a cover like beached (laughs) (laughs) and it's just kind of parked up on the beach just mayhem
0: You see the whale jumping through the Golden Gate Bridge, just like destroying it while shooting guns.
1: (laughs) Okay. Did you have another idea for... You said Grendel? Is this thing not Grendel enough for you?
0: (laughs) I mean, this is much more horrifying. So I think that works for now. Okay.
1: Next.
0: So we've got Battle Maiden next. And we haven't had her in a story beyond war where she shows up as a cameo. And she is super strong super skilled fighter and she has tattoos
1: so so the the tattoos on her skin are like written down spells kind
0: of yeah
1: is what we determined right that episode's a mess so if you didn't get that from that episode somewhere in there
0: (laughs) i need to listen to it again but yeah i think we never i don't think we ever landed on for sure like if they come alive or if they each do something different
1: I think what I had in my mind, from the takeaway at least, and this can be in flux, but uh, that each each kind of tattoo was a new spell that added a new power or something.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: But uh, like a tattoo on the arm could give some strength there. And I think we mentioned the tattoos, it's the spells themselves that give the power, not the tattoos. The tattoos just make it permanent. Because we we mentioned the fact that if the skin gets cut, the the spell would be disrupted, whatever spell got cut. So maybe there's a bunch of redundancies. So they've got a a lot of spells on their arm that are saying give strength. So that if they get one tiny cut, it's not going to shut down their strength. But were you having another idea or was that, did that sound?
0: No, that's really good. Okay. I had the thought that they might have some, oh, kind of avatar-esque things they could do as far as like they do like a karate move and a different spell activates. Mm. That was the only thing I thought about.
1: Yeah. What if they had like some spells that were incomplete unless they like touched, touched two pieces of the spell together kind of deal. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: They have to do like a a sweet kick and hold their arm like in a certain way against their leg and that does this different spell. Like something about the the words
1: moving through the air in a certain way.
0: Yeah. So not necessarily like earth, wind, fire, water, but just like it activates something different.
1: Hmm. So part, part of how I'm imagining that is like two halves of a spell on either hand and then clapping together kind of full metal alchemist style gives them whatever spell that is like maybe that yeah maybe that's like burning hands or something something they don't want to have on all the time but they clap them together to activate that now they've got burning burning finger (laughs) the gundam move
0: (laughs) (laughs) burning finger is that is it burning finger or shining finger Uh, i remember it being dumb even when i erupting burning finger
1: here i go
0: this hand of mine is burning red it's loud roar tells me to grasp But yeah, so I think she is super disciplined and like takes things like takes her fighting and training seriously, which makes me really want to make her like one of her main villains. Ronnie Rage (laughs) drives around in his Corvette with a sweet snake paint job, just challenging her to duels.
1: So we mentioned she'd like, uh, did we mention this or just kind of like gloss over it? But I had in my mind that she was like super into like heavy metal.
0: Oh, I don't think we brought that up, but I like it.
1: Because I thought that's what we said, like, the name was inspired by.
0: Oh, yeah, by Iron Maiden.
1: Yeah, just, like, really into that that whole scene. I think maybe, do you think maybe some of their tattoos aren't, like, the tattoos have to have, like, the spell components in them. But do you think it's also, like, yeah, this one gives me strength, but it's a rad dragon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This one gives me super speed, but it also looks like a heart. With a arrow through it. So we had also talked about making them like a Pacific Islander. Yeah. So I didn't know if we wanted more serious tattoos, but I like the idea of just having awesome tattoos.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't... I think maybe they can come from... Uh, I think what the one I was looking up was like the Maori. Yeah. The indigenous Polynesian people of New Zealand. They're super into tattoos. But uh, I was looking up some of the stuff at one point... I kind of wondered maybe if she didn't she's from there but not necessarily Night. like the power doesn't come from like her people or whatever she like learned spells or something yeah and so her being into heavy metal is kind of her thing but merging it with her culture kind of deal does that make sense is that good is that bad yeah
0: kind of putting the two together yeah because a lot of the warrior culture that area seems to have- Bled over into their like regular culture, so I could see that. Yeah, I was
1: reading a bunch about uh what is it like their 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 like head and face tattoos and what all that stuff means. But but yeah, I don't want them to be like they get all of their culture from their their yeah. indigenous background, or they they don't get their powers from indigenous background. Ooh,
0: yeah, it's just a, an extra yeah inspiration for them. One, are they from North America? I do not know. Okay. We
1: haven't gone into them a whole lot. Yeah. But
0: yeah, what are you
1: saying? Ronnie Rage?
0: I mean, I think it's a good fit.
1: Hmm. Remind me real quick of him.
0: So he's a real, real sweet dude. He just drives around in his Corvette doing awesome karate moves. And like sometimes he gets behind on his rent. So, you know, he's got to go karate a bank vault or two. But then he also just wants to fight Battle Maiden because she's his karate equal.
1: What if he's a sort of like Naruto? And that he found some scroll that had some super karate technique. (laughs) So he's got one
0: good move. He's literally the bad Netflix Iron Fist type of guy where he was just like handed some karate powers.
1: Yeah, he had some scroll that read itself into his mind that now he knows how to do like the supersonic chop. (laughs) And so he uses that all the time. He's like a pretty much a master at this whole karate thing.
0: My thought is he is I mean, besides being every jerk who thought taking a couple of karate classes made him awesome. He's the the Netflix or not Netflix. The YouTube original show for Cobra Kai. He's kinda loosely based on the main guy from that. Okay. He's just kinda stuck in like the eighties and just being rad.
1: I don't I don't know if he's a great bad guy though. He seems pretty laid back.
0: I don't know, maybe he, uh...
1: Because it seems like he said, like, yeah, he might break into a bank because he needs to get some money because he's just kind of loose I mean, about his morals. But then he gets, like, stopped by metal Man and he's like,
0: ah, uh, you got me. Well, maybe he's got really bad anger issues. So at first, he's, like, really chill. And the police are like, no, we've, we've got to arrest you. And he's like, no, oh, you're not going to arrest me? And he starts cry chopping all the police.
1: Don't tell me what to do
0: you're not my mom
1: okay band
0: dial-up yes oh
1: these these heroes are a very large robot and a very small robot and the large robots maybe iron giant sized thereabouts. is that about yeah. right and he can be piloted or they can be piloted and they are often piloted by dial-up a small, I guess, person-sized robot, average person-sized robot, and they are uh, like a very smart database type robot. So you got like the brains and the brawn.
0: So I feel like we need an equal giant to fight them.
1: Kaiju and tiny monster and tiny mon? <laughs> um, a mecha, a mecha, or biomech.
0: I mean, that'd be good. The supplanter. What is that? That you just, you just, uh, means like someone that plants gardens, but he just has a giant plant mech.
1: So what I was thinking was, it may still be is the name, like a little spore type person that can spore into um, a kaiju and use them as a mech, basically.
0: That sounds pretty good. What if there's still enough of a thing there? I don't know. I'm almost imagining like, I don't know, like a brain with tentacle kind of monster, like a very small monster, but that would still be something that they could both be fighting Sorry, I got my my thoughts garbled really bad there. Like a little like, brain guy? Yeah, when you like say could a the little brain, guy, brain be separate? guy,
1: what I'm picturing is hold on. Uh, uh no, hold on. I'm imagining this guy. You <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Dr. Manhattan
1: Rebuilding himself like, from nothing.
0: Nervous and system. And it's just
1: the nervous system and brain and eyes.
0: I mean, how do you feel about just nervous system? The nerve. That's pretty good.
1: What if they're a brain on a drill, kind of uh, uh Gurren Logan style? Oh, yeah.
0: They just drill into something and take a over. Drill
1: bottom, but just like brain on top, maybe like a uh, covering over the brain to protect it. <laughs> it's a Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Maybe they change size too, so they can drill into any size creature. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. So, what are we calling them? Nerve or brain drill bot, Taylor? <laughs> brain Drain. What do we have for the other one? The bad guys in... Was Which Brain one? Drain a monster villain? Oh, that did a similar thing monster crew? with, like, bugs? Yeah. But they were they were the bugs. They were like yeah. a swarm. Maybe this can't change size. Yeah. Do you think
0: regular brain size? Yeah. I think just regular brain size.
1: Do they fly around? I I can't maybe see these... any
0: other way of them getting around. Yeah, I could see little, like, psychic floatiness.
1: Although maybe they... They've got to have a little bit of mobility. Maybe they don't have a lot. So they like drill down into a person's head. Kind of that takes the spot of a head kind of deal. So they've got to kind of go from creature to creature in order to get somewhere.
0: Or what if they can use telekinesis and so they have like these fake dummy bodies and they just command the arms and legs to walk and they just have this really gross walk. And when they fight, like when they fight Dial-Up, it's like that scene from Stardust where the witch is controlling the guy's body Mm. it's just really ugly i just
1: they they're still able to take command of a kaiju though right
0: yeah okay that's the main thing i want like they just take take command of a creature that's weaker brained yeah
1: let's call them nerve then Uh, explain... I'll explain Quake so you can explain Gold Star. Okay. (laughs) Quake is someone, uh, like archaeologist that has found a tablet that lets them do what they assume at first to be earthquake-based powers, but they're actually more gravity earth-based powers. So now, currently, they're pretty strong, they can fly, and they've got pretty good gravity control. Uh, they have a few villains already. Uh, one of them is... What is the one? The one that's just a bunch of pieces. Uh, Amalgam. Amalgam. Yep, that's it. They've got a, a superhero or a supervillain named Amalgam, which is just different relics from different archaeological sites that give them different magical powers. And they've got a, a whole suit of different cultures and powers that they've stolen.
0: And then we also had Harley Westerfield, which is who's just a manly man who. He's a tomb robber.
1: I thought he was like, wants to pave over ruins to build a mall.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Super bad.
1: Super capitalist. So, and then we had a couple of secret organizations. Yeah. So, a villain for
0: Quake. One of the ones we had... I'd written down the name Blood Guzzler. Oh, just a name and a misc villains list. uh The grin. Guess
1: we can also go to our list of suggestions. Jane Doe drink water.
0: Doctor Skinny Bones is still available.
1: sid Sidistic. I think Doctor Skinny Bones is definitely a gold Star villain.
0: Oh yeah. No, I'm gonna put that down. Actually, what about paradigm. Mm-hmm.
1: Because
0: they're going to put the shift on her. Mm. Maybe they can just change a single rule of physics at a time. So if she tries to quake, he can make it to where it actually just makes things still. (laughs) Cancels out her powers. Or, like, she jumps at him to, like, punch him. And he just makes her, like, lose the ability to, like, go back to the ground. She just kind of floats harmlessly away.
1: Um... I don't know if I like the concept a whole lot right now. I think it's yeah. got a bit to grow, but I do like that maybe maybe they travel in like a like a machine that like burrows underneath the earth, and that's called the paradigmatic.
0: <laughs> I like it. What about mind eraser?
1: I like paradigm. Uh, okay. I just don't think the powers are quite there yet. Quite there yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Like it's a little. Or something. We can work on
0: them. Yeah. So last member of Aegis is Goldstar. And Goldstar is an alternate reality version of Amy Dangerous. And they're being controlled or manipulated by a really good con man who's also their agent. But the deal is, even though they've got the powers of Amy Dangerous, they have none of the skill or training. So they're just super powerful, but horribly dumb yeah so it's superman if he just stayed home and played xbox all day
1: yeah it's like a sort of a different uh not quite as opposite bizarro superman
0: yeah instead of like bizarro enters the realm of he really doesn't know better like i feel bad for bizarro gold star actively is ignorant (laughs) of being a good hero yeah and I really think he's he's a good candidate for some of these silly answers that we got from the Facebook poll. It's like the idea of Dr. Skinny Bones. Maybe he's like a TV health show host for kids, but he's super unhealthily skinny. And he's just like making people work out until they like hurt themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. What if it's like got an army of kids he's mind washed?
0: <laughs> so Gold Star, he's like in his first fight with him, he's like, you
1: wouldn't punch children.
0: And he's got this army of kids, and Gold search is like, I will. And just starts punching kids. You kiddos. remember
1: how in Artificial Insurrection, we said at some point the giant robots were getting damaged and smaller robots were kind of crawling up their bodies to remake the body? Yeah. What if Dr. Skinnybones had a similar thing, but with kids? Oh. Like a sort of giant creature <laughs> okay never mind
0: <laughs> well i still think it should be a good character to, to explore at some point yeah but i also like this other suggestion okay of evil bob evil Bob. And i think evil bob is like an out-of-work villain that his publicist gives him money to like put on so a f- somewhat safe so
1: fake one <laughs>
0: yeah so he like pays all his court fees and everything just so he'll like fake being a bad guy now and then
1: okay what about nancy pants oh that's good <laughs> And I don't mean by this uh, this urban dictionary definition <laughs> of a person in an organization, usually in sales, that is definitely a male but has some very strange metrosexual, gay, or effeminate traits. This is not what is intended. It is actually a nickname for my sister. <laughs> so it's more like this uh, second definition on the urban dictionary. And Nancy Pants is a super cool woman who can cook a fabulous four star <laughs> meal, conjugate French verbs, sled down a midnight hill, drive a truck, sculpt and paint and write beautiful poetry. That's actually pretty close. <laughs> you might find Nancy Pants wearing cowboy boots and sporting long braids in a diner or dressed in work boots and britches in a garden.
0: Like separate of your sister, the name Nancy Pants makes me sort of think of a nickname like a juggler would have. I don't know if she's into ICP or not, but.
1: I don't believe so.
0: I like the idea of a juggle villain.
1: It's got to involve pants, right? What if, what if it's similar to Wallace and Gromit and those wacky trousers?
0: <laughs> what was that? Uh,
1: the wrong trousers. He invented some pants that just kind of go wild. Oh,
0: so they're evil pants. And whoever yeah. puts them on has to do what they say.
1: They're just along for the ride, the pants. <laughs> so it's someone named Nancy is getting taken for a ride in these evil pants.
0: Well, Nancy Pants, the pants, get delivered to Goldstar's apartment. and He's like, I haven't done laundry in like three weeks, so these will fit. Oh. And they make him go on like a terrible so, rampage. So
1: they're like the N-A-N-C-Y, and that's an acronym for some technology, pants. Needlessly antagonistic uh, something 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 pants I just like that those pants Those pants could be um, put on gold star at some point but they could yeah. also be on an innocent person and there's yeah. that weighing that fighting the pants versus sparing the person inside the pants these pants that are doing just like awesome kicks <laughs> <laughs> while the person inside is like whoa no <laughs> this pa- these pants are like sprinting up the side of a building <laughs> this person is like Ahh.
0: This is a whole lot of work.
1: It is basically Wallace and Gromit, but the pants are more evil.
0: One of the comic covers could be like, never skip leg day.
1: So we've got a few there. Dr. Skinny Bones, Evil Bob, and Nancy Pants.
0: I think that's a pretty respectful... I mean, we almost doubled our roster here.
1: Well, yeah, for every person (laughs) we come up with a person. Um one more oh, okay Aegis as a whole oh yeah that team that we just described each of all battle maiden broadband and dial-up quake and gold star they are Aegis right now and I was thinking we could do something somewhat related to that uh, iconic justice league cover where they're fighting that starfish alien thing oh yeah something that kind of evokes that that feeling
0: what about to make a call back to? ghost rider gum and it's just like a, an alien race of gum and if it gets like stuck on your shoe it tries to take over your brain
1: we have had a lot of taking over of stuff on yeah this one. i do like that that can also be one sentient
0: i'm gonna put that in the story yeah, I, guess. Do,
1: I do think that can be one of them that shouldn't be the main one right now and i realize that this this starfish does seem to have a lot of small starfishes that take over people's brains but yeah tiny toy soldiers that's all i got tiny toys at some point you mentioned like a librarian yeah is that something
0: what if the librarian what i was gonna say comes about better with like archivist or something but it's someone that like wants to collect them all put them yeah like into an alien archive not a zoo <laughs> what if they do that through instead of
1: there's a lot of like shrinking down people to capture them or something but what if it's a Kind of like taking some sort of picture that steals them into, like, steals them into that picture. You
0: can see that, huh? That does remind me that I had a hero idea, or a villain idea. Dang it. I had a villain idea called Downsize, and mm-hmm. he's just an evil capitalist, but in order to make his money worth more, he does the, like, the movie downsizes himself to Tiny Ant-Man size, but I think he also downsizes heroes and then fights them.
1: So this is like Extreme Rations, man.
0: Yeah. He, like, has
1: $100. He buys one apple, shrinks down, and that apple feeds him for a week.
0: Yeah. Like, he's like a trillionaire in this world. But he also shrunk himself down to get more for each of his dollars.
1: That's how he became a trillionaire. Yeah. So, extreme rations, man. You can call him Downsizer if you want. What <laughs> about my instead of that.
0: being, like, Ant-Man Wasp where he shrinks through technology? He knows an ancient spell.
1: So... Aegis villain the, along the lines of what we had the framer like has a picture frame to capture them oh. but then can also release them into situations where it looks like they're doing bad
0: oh.
1: so they have this uh picture frame they can hold up and activate and then it steals like it takes the person out of wherever they were so if the person is standing there he's got I keep trying to say he, but this person could be whatever, trying to not. But they, they hold up this frame, activate it, and now they were standing there. Now they're in this picture frame standing there. And then the, the framer can then take the frame and release them wherever. And you can do different perspective things with it even. Yeah. Like maybe you can grow someone or shrink someone by standing far away and releasing them kind of deal. <laughs> the framer i like
0: it it's artistic i feel like he would also work a lot with mittens he sorry they <laughs> we just know. get better at it yeah yeah we when can. when
1: people are when people are less defined we're trying trying more and more to not define
0: them just by defaulting to he or she i mean there's times like evil bob where i'm like but it just it sounds like a gross old man villain
1: yeah no there's sometimes we do that and but it's then, fine like, dr
0: skinny bones could be anybody yeah and a
1: i don't want to shut off an avenue if we're yeah. thinking of someone in a certain way you said you had one more idea for aegis
0: yeah so we have downsize who's kind of a businessy character well i think his henchmen should be the cannibal capitalist and there are a bunch of guys in suits who can seem normal ish but they're just crazy cannibals
1: that's yeah, all i got i'm looking at some of our notes here and i don't know I don't remember some of the backstories of these people. I why did Gold Skinny Bones? Yeah, why did Goldstar get three people? <laughs> <laughs> but we're now finally on episode five of—is that right? Episode five?
0: Yeah, the cliffhanger episodes. Yeah. So, the first new character that we hadn't talked about yet was Double Take. Double, double, double take. <laughs> the uh, man who can. Do multiple versions of the present? Travel in time? 30 minutes around his own timeline? Yeah. It's
1: a little weird to explain, but... Yeah. Kind of looks like a teleporter speedster type person, but he's actually traveling in time across different futures and paths. (laughs) Yeah. Mm.
0: (laughs) I feel like the, the resolution you gave to his story gave some really good... Insight and flavor to the, his power. I, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really good. But so would be a good villain for him to fight. Single
1: take the <laughs> the person that can do anything without practice. Oh. Just once.
0: Just is very skilled the first time.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, crap. I think that was a character on Heroes. Headline Heroes. <laughs> Like, they can do something they've never done before, but only once or something, but...
0: What about a shadow? Like, Peter Pan shadow.
1: Just an evil one of him?
0: Yeah. It's like a nega double take. That has escaped a tie line. Just a shadow?
1: Hmm.
0: What about if he's like...
1: Hey, I like that idea.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think, like, shade take or... Oh. Double shadow. <laughs> hmm gloom stalker shadow
1: mancer so what what is their thing what 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 are they doing is it just a shadow monster person i mean a shadow monster
0: but maybe in an alternate reality double take is it like a shadow
1: of a double take that is like from a from a timeline that could have existed or something
0: yeah but he's like trying to replace him or something or get to take his body back or something like that yeah or corrupted somehow well then i think it's got to be something like shadow take or shadow take sounds good because then it's it's not quite as obvious as like (laughs) Take.
1: i think they're at about the same level yeah
0: how about split
1: Uh, i was gonna say what if they take shadows oh yeah they They...
0: steal people's shadows yeah
1: and they're kind of like they can kind of like glom other shadows onto themselves
0: So I think of people fighting this shadow person and they're just like punching the sidewalk (laughs) or like just making their shadows punch them. But it's just people think they look really weird because they're just punching air. (laughs) Okay. That seems fine. So you said Split was the next one? Yeah. Split can make several copies of herself in the same timeline.
1: What about just a big wrecking ball?
0: (laughs) I was going to say a mermaid?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Time cop.
0: (laughs) I'm taking you in. For crimes against time.
1: Yeah, there's like some extra-dimensional police that thinks like she's an anomaly. I don't know how they would think she's an anomaly when they're not going after anyone else regularly. Right. But maybe there's something more to it.
0: What if it's like they're arresting her for a future crime?
1: Yeah, but that seems like a storyline instead of a person or a villain, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Said her powers might possibly be double-takes powers, but in the, in,
0: like, inverse. Yeah. Well, what about, she just fights a speedster, so it's like, there's enough of her to keep up with them, but they're still a good match for
1: each other? Their name is also Split. <laughs> the like, see you later, I'm a split.
0: Lickety-split? <laughs> Putting it down. Okay. That's not how you spell that. Licky-split. Licky-splits? <laughs> What about ITY? Yeah. All right. Uh, Next person we got is Paladin. Paladin.
1: That only works for double tank.
0: Sorry. Paladin's a robot lady. Well, she's Mm -hmm. in a robot suit.
1: (laughs) So how many robot suit characters have you made so far?
0: Let's count. Minotaur's one. Minotaur. Paladin's two. Uh, Sparkplug. Barney. Sparkplug and Barney (laughs) count as a half each they're using the same suit barney seems like a big guy
1: i don't know not obviously not big compared to guardian garth but yeah because in
0: the suit he's close to guardian size
1: but guardian garth is alien big yeah. i'm talking barney is human big he's tom hanks okay so paladin is reinhardt basically <laughs> or reinhardt's daughter was it forget so paladin we just say they fight mecha dragon <laughs> <Maybe> that works
0: <laughs> i had an idea mentioning overwatch she could fight some like junkyard person like the hog guy but mecha dragon sounds pretty good it could be
1: like a junk scientist it seems kind of close to barney but on the evil side it's barney's estranged cousin something about the junker they just build build things to kill paladin out of the junk one of them is Mecha Dragon. You can see parts of it are cars and, you know, a flamethrower someone threw out.
0: <laughs> I searched Junker, and apparently that's like a political thing right now. There we go. It's like Some political party in Prussia? not really what i was looking for this podcast is pretty political let me tell you man we leave the politics at the door quinn yeah
1: my bad president of the european commission is junker
0: oh it's somebody's name okay
1: oh i think it's Junker. i've heard it i have not seen it spelled
0: out i guess if you pronounce it correctly it, it makes it sound correct
1: there's also prussia thing member of landed nobility in prussia i mean does that sound like anything or do you want to go something paladin versus paladin v eu paladin v prussia
0: we could we could just stick with the nomenclature for her since she's paladin have her go up against like war and lock or something like that a warlock Oh, like war and lock they're like a duo what what would they do um (laughs) yeah they're techno mages so they make junk go together. So my to idea, her. but magic.
1: <laughs> I was just trying
0: to, try to come up with a name.
1: You didn't like Junker? I don't want to take somebody's <laughs> name
0: for this. We did. We took Phineas P. Quimby.
1: <laughs> That's a little different.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That name's like a names hard, hard to come by for this one for me. Warlock and Key. <laughs> Maybe we come back to them? Maybe. I like your junkyard scientist idea. I just don't know their exact... I
1: don't know anyone's exact thing.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: we could have... T-
0: it could be two things. Yeah. It could
1: be Junker, scientist and emperor of all
0: junk. Metal dragon. Me- a metal dragon.
1: I think that's one of
0: Junker's creation. Oh, okay.
1: And then Warren Locke can be more magic-based, then.
0: Yeah. Well, I put down Dr. Drake, but I don't think he really does heroing. They're in there. We so want to give him. A, Let's go for him. Yeah.
1: What about Metal Dragon?
0: <laughs> Just have Metal Dragon move down to be his. Oh, menaces. I guess. I uh, guess.
1: Who is Doctor
0: Drake? Oh right, Doctor Drake is a scientist, medicine, human scientist who works on the moon. And whenever he gets upset or misses his regular drugging, he becomes a giant dragon. So he's kind of a Hulk ish character
1: that turns into a dragon yeah
0: paladin maybe fights dr drake sometimes yeah i see dr drake's full form as sort of a godzilla like character where it's just everyone's problem yeah do you think like
1: hulk there are times in in dr drake's history where oh the dragon's good now dragon's smart (laughs) for this period it's just a different stories they got out of it
0: or yeah i don't know if i'd ever see the dragon talking unless it's like a telekinetic thing but hey,
1: guys it's me mr dragon Hey, guys
0: i definitely would see the dragon as being smart enough to be like oh well the world is ending so i'll help you enough to get that get you over the hump so
1: a villain for them when they're on the heroing side
0: i mean we could just do a rival scientist go on (laughs) That's as far as I got
1: <laughs> it could be like the another scientist that wanted the dragon powers and perfected the formula but is an indifferent a different abomination <gasps> Beelzebub is that Beelzebub's origin
0: That sounds pretty close to what I was already thinking so that would be actually pretty good okay I that mean, doesn't like really we need
1: a new villain for him but <laughs> yeah there you go file that away hmm. What about something just a uh, axe hunter? just real strong axe man <laughs> wants to chop them down to size hunt star accent and they always speak in a different accent yeah it's an axe a sentient axe that controls people <laughs> and has a vendetta against dr drake oh but
0: i don't know how i feel about the
1: name accent accent <laughs> <laughs> the people, Accention. the people always have an accent because it's their mouth being controlled by <laughs> this axe that has their hand, that is in their hand. I don't see you know, so typing this one down.
0: I, I'm still thinking about that name. <laughs> yes, that's good.
1: <laughs> All right, we're done with this one. Yeah. So we're going to be back next week. <laughs> And we're going to make another Villains episode. We're going to get all of them. We might be able to get all the rest of them in the next one. But it shouldn't be no more than two more episodes of this.
0: Yeah. And we could, we could break off from this for a little bit and do some more stories. Or
1: something. No, we're going to get them in. Okay. I think after this, we're going to have a couple stories in a row, though. I think that's yeah. fair. I don't know. If, if you want more stories, contact us on Twitter or Discord and tell us that this is unacceptable. <laughs> Yeah. Because, I don't know, I I think if I were listening, I would rather have one idea fully completed before jumping into something else. Like if I were to go back and have us do the two-parter one with the stories, I wouldn't break it up with a world build in between if if we can help oh, it. Oh, right. So during this time of complete world build, maybe we should do a two-parter in there. Yeah. Be one of the stories we work on. Makes sense. But yeah. So if, if, if this is unacceptable to you and you actually want some stories next week, just let us know in Twitter or Discord or something. Yeah. And we'll say, F that, we do what we want.
0: Email us at doubleissueshow at gmail I've got a PO box oh, yeah. now. I can put in the show notes.
1: Yeah, contact us there.
0: We got some pins now. We can look at trying to figure out how to sell or send those out to people. Yeah,
1: I think we're discussing right now a possible Patreon thing. So yeah, that was another it. week or two we might announce that, and I think there might be a level in which we send you a physical thing, and. You guys might be able to get buttons and stickers and whatever else we come up with for that. Yeah. That'll be exciting. it will have all the stuff we, we cut out of these episodes to make them timely and less tangent-filled. Like, you can hear me talk about Assassin's Creed Origins. I and mean, you could hear us talk about No Man's Sky for a bit.
0: I'm trying to think of other stuff to do for that, for the different tiers and whatnot. But,
1: yeah. I don't know. We'll work it out. Yeah, we'll get it up there. Daniel, what's your Twitter? After I've cut all that out.
0: I'm at G-W-A-I-R. Where can they find you at? At Quentin Pongrats. <laughs> they can
1: find me tweeting at Daniel. Sometimes
0: my words no work. And I apologize about that. We
1: need to get bed, Or I do, at least. we got a website, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, WordPress, Discord. You can find links to all those. Art is by Lisa Prather. You can find her on Instagram. Or her website, lisapratherart.com.
0: Our theme songs Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra. Music was shortened under Creative Commons license.
1: You can find it on premusicarchive.org or in a link in the show notes. Also, we're a part of this thing. Right now, it's still the month of July. You got two days left today and tomorrow to follow two pods a day because their campaign ends in July. But you know what? Now it's the end of the month. You're You're late on the bandwagon. You've got 30 days of podcast. You could just search through the timeline, check them out, and there's plenty of good shows. Do you have any that you listened to recently through the thing?
0: Let me search real quick. I thought it did. Let's see.
1: I listen to Unabashedly Obsessed, which I... I had heard about them before through different podcast connections, but I finally decided to listen to their episode because they had one pointed out in the two pods a day, which is a cool thing. It suggests an episode to you. Uh, They talked about My Immortal, which is a Harry Potter fan fiction that may or may not be real. Like, it may be a, <laughs> the best a satire time. of fan fiction.
0: Oh, is that the really long
1: one? Yeah. Like,
0: oh. But it
1: was very interesting to hear about. And I'll definitely check out more of their show. Did you listen to anything?
0: I need to go listen to some rest to rant. Because I need to know about their salute to sriracha. They try combining sriracha recipes and waffle recipes. And those are two of my favorite things.
1: I did listen to that one because we reviewed it. Uh, But I think if you are into like the cooking channel, cooking shows is definitely up your alley. It's like a part cooking show, part restaurant review. It's very interesting. It just talks about what you cooked this week and whatever. And gives a recipe at the end. And if you're into cooking, that seems like
0: that would be really fun. Another one that seemed interesting is Mysterious List. They share true crime stories. But they just give like a teaser for each one. Hmm. that seems cool so yeah go do two pods. yeah
1: they're wrapping up now but go check them out and you'll have like 62 indie podcasts to go scroll through and even more because they've done more campaigns than just july but but yeah but
0: yeah join us next week
1: for villains part three or bump if bump. the listeners Aww. revolt stories or something
0: <laughs> whatever we'll
1: do villains part 10 in eight
0: weeks <laughs> now we're just inventing villains for future
1: Yeah, we have to come up with a second villain for each person <laughs> or a fourth because some of them already have three but all right see you guys goodbye
0: Bye. well i gotta drive really far and then i gotta disguise myself to get into the McElroy reading disguise yourself as clint clint mcelroy
1: oh i could do that hi son i got
0: locked out no, wait, I could dress myself up like Travis. There you go. Yeah. Hello, brothers. Greetings, siblings I have grown up with. I seem to have misplaced my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but you know me. Allow me backstage. Bye, MCA. Bye, God, here. Bye MCA. Yeah, I'll stop.